Hi there. I'm Carol. I'm Alicia. I'm Trisha. And you are listening to the Lights Girl Talk podcast. Welcome in. This week we're talking about five questions to ask before posting to social media. Now, I think we all can say we've probably posted something that we could go, oh man, I wish I hadn't done that. Post regret. Post, <laughs> post, post regret. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all done it. Um, but I ran across this article um, in a, a magazine called Relevant Magazine, put it out. And so I want to give them total credit for that. But it got me to thinking about what questions or what can I ask myself before posting on social media? So we're going to take these one at a time and we're going to talk about them as we go. Am I seeking approval? Well, that would just eliminate every post I ever make. It would. (laughs) Who's going to put something up that you don't want approval for? Because that's why we all go back to our phones. We're like, how many likes Mm. has it received? Has anyone said anything? What do they think? It's so dangerous for me because I am a people pleaser. And I I get my juice from stuff like that. And so for that very reason, I don't post very much on I have stopped posting Facebook. for that reason. Yeah. I, I, I still post. I mean, I'm big on social media. I love yeah. social media. But I don't post like I used to because I find that I just want to go back and see what people are going to say. I know. I got called out on this very thing just about two weeks ago. So really? Th- yeah. There's a guy who I've been praying for. Friends of We've been friends for a long time, 20-some years. Lives in New York City. Not someone who would profess to believe in Jesus Christ at all. Mm. But we've been friends forever, and I've always prayed for him and prayed that God would open his eyes and he would have a relationship with him anyway. So I posted on my Facebook page something like, why do I do these things to myself? And then I post a link to an obstacle course race that I had signed up for. Yeah. And I was trying to be kind of light and funny, but in actuality, I was also like, hey, check out what I'm about to do. So the question that I posted was, can you remind me why I do these things to myself? Mm. And he writes back, likes on Facebook? Ooh. Question mark. Ooh, ouch. And I had to say, you know what? Yeah, that's a definite perk. That's oh, definitely man. part of it. He called me out on it, and it is so true. Wow, that's that's kind of harsh. Well, yeah. I mean, but but he that's what he does. He just calls things the way he sees them, and I, <laughs> I appreciate know. that. But well, a lot of know. people on Facebook do that, which is another reason why I don't do some stuff yeah. on Facebook. Like, I never get political on Facebook. I don't comment on anyone's political things. I actually mm-hmm. hide them. Yeah. If I see something that's uncomfortable, I hide it so yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to see it. Yeah. Okay, Nothing well, good comes from that. Well, we're going to talk. We'll, we'll get into a little bit more of, of that in just a minute. Okay. But the second one, first one is, am I seeking approval? Second one is, am I boasting? Well, I think when are we, you know, when are we not boasting? You post mm-hmm. pictures of your kids when they did great at school or yeah. they won a championship. And that's all that is. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, someone called me out on this one, too. <laughs> Yeah, I posted we up need a to picture. reevaluate your page. I know Trisha. this is this is maybe just for me today. Yeah. Uh, so I, I posted a picture of myself, and then someone wrote, "When are you going to post a bad picture of yourself?" Ooh. Which you know, I, well, I think I do, that? do a lot, but <laughs> but 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 it was a good point. It's like I'm always very conscious about. What image I have on myself on my page? You did post page. that picture when you came out of your procedure. I was under anesthesia. I thought what, that. What do was, you want? <laughs> I thought that was really gown. great. Like real. I thought that was really good. That was like, oh wow, this is bold and funny, but it was the reality. Yeah, yeah. 
I liked that. But it was a good reminder. Thank you. I appreciate that. But it it, it has been a good reminder to me. This discussion is actually really hitting me. It's like, okay, I am pretty targeted about what I'm putting up on my Facebook You know, I think this boasting one is good for us to remember as we look at other people's posts. When mm. you start to feel bad or you start to feel sad because you're looking at everyone's vacation pictures yes. or all the things that they're doing, that their kids are all amazing and you may be going through a hard time, you have to realize they're only posting the good stuff. Oh, so true. It is so true. My goodness. Okay. All right. We're going to move on from that one. <laughs> Ouch, Alicia. Yeah. Okay. Number three is am I discontent? And I think we could park here and, you know, just stay here for like a week because for whatever reason, like you just mentioned, it f- Facebook especially, I, I don't really use a whole lot of social media other than Facebook. I know Instagram's really big, but I, I, Facebook, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer and so <laughs> one's all I can handle but but Facebook for me it it breeds discontentment for me it's like I like you just said I see somebody else on vacation like well we hadn't been to the beach in 40 11 right. years or you know we had a staycation this year and we don't want to post pictures of my living room right. because that's what we did yes. you know I mean it's like Right. But but Facebook, for whatever reason, and I love it because I love keeping up with people and seeing what's going on in people's lives, but also it is a big source of discontentment for me. Mm-hmm. Like, just getting on it. Does wow. Anybody else like that? A little bit. It depends. Um, you know, I do a lot of uh, business groups and yeah. entrepreneurial groups and things like that on Facebook as much as I do the friend things. Yeah. Because the truth is... You know, however many friends you have, there's only 20% of them that actually post and and do something on Facebook. So you're only seeing a small percentage of your group. But even in these other groups I'm in, people post, I'm so successful and I (laughs) I have this great job where I only work two hours a day. And, you know, and so and then it brings you down. You're like, well, I I have a regular job and I work and I have kids. And, you know, how come I don't have that easy life? But again... It's only a small percentage of what I'm seeing. You said something interesting that I never thought about, actually, turning this around a little bit. If you look at someone who you know, someone you care about, and they're constantly posting things that are obviously um, looking for approval or looking to be more content in their lives, maybe that's an opportunity to reach out to them. Mm. Maybe mm. it's a sign from them or a message from them saying, I need more I think, than I'm getting. I think there are some people, I have. I know some people that will post, I don't want to say negative things, but it's always kind of woe is me, my job, or I have this meeting, or this was so rough today. Like every post is like that. Mm-hmm. But I think they need someone to reach out and, and talk to them because that's their way yeah. of communicating. Or I have friends who work from home and they're isolated. Mm. And Facebook is their only means of communicating with kind of, quote, real people. Yeah. And so they post all kinds of things on there and they, they just they would, they'd probably love to have a conversation. That's it. And Facebook doesn't give you no. back what it is that you're looking for. Because right. no matter how many likes, hey, I got 68 likes. Well, it's not 70 <laughs> if you get 70, well, I need 80. Yeah. You know, it doesn't give you that face-to-face interaction. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, we pick up the phone and actually call that person. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good that reminder. Is, that is a great reminder. Uh, number four, is this a moment to protect? Ooh. This, what do you think that means? Well, here's uh, this is the way I took it. A couple of years ago, and this has nothing to do with social media, but a couple of years ago, um, I was going through a season in my life that um, – 
that I was, I, I was, um, I was sharing everything. Yes. Yes. And therapeutically, um, kind of. Yeah, yeah, therapeutically, I guess. But um, I got to this point where I felt like, and didn't hear God's audible voice, but in my heart, I felt like Him say, I heard Him say, "This is just between you and me." Mm. Like mm-hmm. I don't want you to share in this right now, not because it was not because it was anything freaky or not none of that, but it was just like this is just me and you right now, mm-hmm. you know. And I think of that in terms of a relationship. Like my closest friends, there are things that I only share with them. Mm-hmm. But on Facebook, there are people who share everything. everything. And you're like, oh man, I wish you hadn't have told me that. I can't unsee that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I, I think I think there are some moments, and we. We've lost permission for anything to be private. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's well, true. and I think yeah. too with kids. You know, yeah. there's all these different levels and seasons with with your kids and what you put on social media. And it's easy when they're a baby to put something on Facebook. Oh, here's a cute baby picture. But as the kids get older and older, yeah. And then you know, people who have teens or older children that can see their Facebook feed. How mm-hmm. much do you share, and should you? Yeah. Pers- protect some of those moments and that's just something for your family you don't need to share it with with everybody that you know yeah because when they get older they can look back on your facebook feed and see everything like can you imagine seeing what like our parents like if they would have had facebook what they would have said about us (laughs) why did we have a third (laughs) job Or second in my <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, we do have that record now. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, I, some people look at it as as a positive because yes. there are times that I'd like to go back. I mean, I just lost my father in June, and there are times I'd like to go back now and think about you could see a yeah. great memory or like when it pops up yeah. those yeah. memories. Oh, those are- they're hard, though, it, I'll tell you. Oh, it kills you. Yeah. You know, when your kids are real little and they pop up that memory, it's like, oh. But wouldn't you have loved to just know? yesterday. Wouldn't you have loved to know, like, what your mom was thinking, like, the 17th time you had stitches? Like, yeah. wouldn't you love to no, know? No, I don't want to know that. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have to know that. Now that we're parents, okay. like, I don't want to know all that my parents went through. That's okay. an interesting question. Do yeah. they want to know or do they not want to know? I can see both sides of that. Well, yeah. they're, they're, I, you know, I, I have been a big proponent of this. I said if there had been YouTube or Facebook, <laughs> oh, yeah. when I had been in high school, oh, yeah. I would have never gotten a job or graduated. <laughs> oh. But, and, and so, that, but, you know, when you're around your parents now and you tell them things, and they're like, I never knew that. And I'm yeah. glad I never knew that. Maybe yeah. it goes both ways there, you know. So I think there is some, some we have some privacy issues. There are some things that need to be kept private. And it's a some, great question to ask, like yeah. you said. I mean, because it's not a yes or no right. blanket, but it is a great question before you post. Is yes. this a moment to be protected? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's okay, and the one. last one is, there again, I think we could spend all day here, is it oh, yeah. kind? It goes back to you know what you were talking about a few minutes ago. This has been a big one for me. and, I, and, and Here's my thing. I, I, as believers, as a Christian myself, I can't expect people who don't believe to issue the same uh, response that I would issue. So let's take that off the mm-hmm, table. Mm-hmm. Like you said, your friend's yeah. not a professing Christian, doesn't right, believe. Right. And so um, I, I want to take those people out of the picture, and mm-hmm. I want to just look at as you and I, believers. Yeah. I think we really need to step back and and really examine this one because I've seen believers who both are friends of mine get in, in engage in arguments about things that don't are not going to matter a hill mm-hmm. of beans. 
even six months from now Mm -hmm. and break relationship because of something like that. And and, and the exchange that they have on Facebook is so unkind and so... Things that you probably wouldn't say to the person face to face. No. But for some reason, people feel like they have permission and then everyone else sees it. So not only is it a private conversation, it's not a conversation, first of all, usually if it's unkind. Yeah. But everybody else can read it. And the second that Facebook started sharing, when we post on someone else's post, and Mm -hmm. then you get an alert, oh, Carol posted on Trisha. Oh, let me go see what Carol said. And then you find it's some kind of debate. And it's like, whoa, it, it's in. every and, and people that aren't even connected to you. Yeah. So I think probably some a, a part B to is it kind is, you know, think about the ripple effect. Yes. <laughs> it's, you know, it can be huge. And, and I think that is so, you know, just like you were talking about your friend and, you know, living your life in front of them and him calling you out. But at the same time, thinking about posts that we make that could be. Um, misunderstood mm-hmm. in that uh-huh. way uh-huh. and really staying away from those kinds of things. I think I have a friend um, who is really wise on social media stuff. Like he'll, he'll say stuff and I'll be like, I wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> and he said he, he has a lot of friends who aren't believers. And he said a lot of times if they comment, like if I post an article or something, um, they will, they will comment in, in a way to try to start an argument. Bait. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he said, so what I do is that I, I email them privately and say, I'd love to talk with you about this when, right. do you, when yeah. you have some free time. And, and really engage in a conversation. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's had several great opportunities to share his faith through that exchange. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he had just gone right back at them, right. yeah. there had been no opportunity for that. And then I think it's unhealthy when those threads start. Because just like you go back to see how many people liked your breakfast post... You go back to see, well, what did they say? What did they say? And all day long, it goes on and festers and I think creates this feeling inside you, not just for the moment of the conversation, but it extends that beyond. If you were, again, face-to-face, that would have been maybe a short conversation. But because it's through social media, you go back when you have time. And so it takes, it could take days for a full conversation to get complete. And And there's all that animosity and anger potentially in there it's in your heart yeah and you can't determine tone by the written word you know i've always heard that in leadership when you write an email just understand that your time there's no tone in email Mm -hmm. so somebody else is seeing it through their filter of Mm -hmm. oh i've had a rotten day and a flat tire and the dog got out and all that stuff they're reading it through that filter, yes. and you don't have any way of knowing. I've that. known people that I've worked with that if there's a controversial topic that we need to work through or something, instead of using social media or or even these newer um, kind of chat things, some offices you can chat with each other and through mm. the office. If if it's a topic that may be needed to be discussed, this person always picked up the phone. Yeah, and I remember texting one day something. He goes, "No, let's we need to talk." Yeah. And he picked up the phone and called me. And it was such a great lesson of, yes, we needed to have that face. You know, we weren't actually face to face, but we right. had it verbally on the phone and just worked through it very easily. Yeah. And hear that tone. Another mm-hmm. another piece of this, I think, are, are memes, the little funny cartoon things, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody will put something up 
And I don't know how they mean it exactly, but it can be taken wrong mm. and it's maybe insulting to one group oh, of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then okay. it just starts there and goes and goes and goes. And I remember something that someone posted during our last like big political time frame. They said Jesus was never sarcastic. Mm. And so what a good reminder mm-hmm. that when we think we're being funny or we're thinking we're being light or clever, um, if it's hurtful, if it's sarcastic, can it be taken the wrong way? Hmm. That that's, that's a good. good reminder. So I appreciate that question. Is yeah. it kind? Yeah. So I tell you what, I think we could spend a couple of episodes sure. talking about this, but um, we'll just go through them real quick. Once again, five questions to ask yourself before posting to social media: Am I seeking approval? Am I boasting? Is it a moment to protect? Is it kind? And am I discontent? Those were the five questions. Mm So uh, also just once again, got that from Relevant Magazine, uh, posted the article. First of all, got me to thinking about it. But I think it was a great discussion here. And we would love to hear your thoughts. You're welcome Mm -hmm. to email us. You can use my email address, carol at thelightfm.org. And thank you so much for being a part of our Girl Talk podcast. We'll see you next time.